Welcome in, everybody. Welcome to the How Not to Be a Youth Pastor podcast. Kyle and Derek back for another episode of Shenanigans, Tomfoolery, and Hopefully Wisdom, sponsored by Master Force. Well, when done. you can't measure up to God's standards, help the things in your life measure up to yours. Master Force. How you doing, Derek? <laughs> I'm doing great now. First of all, I was like, you said you had a sponsor for us yeah. today, and I you won't tell me what it is. Uh, I have to say, Master Force was not one that I thought might be the case. So then, for you though to throw out a slogan was uh, about sent me over the edge. So well done, sir. Well Thank done you. to you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, I, despite what some people might think, we work really hard on the preparation for our podcast. Uh, we just don't put all of that effort into constructive material the content of the episode. <laughs> Many of the hours spent preparing go more so into what taglines can I come up with for our fake sponsors. If you did not listen to our previous episode, episode 86, go back and just listen to the first 12 minutes uh, <laughs> and you'll get a context as to what we're talking about with our sponsors. I will give a shout out to you. You mentioned that somewhere in this office you had Kit Kats and Doritos, both of which we did find. Yeah, that's true. You set your Doritos oh, up there. Right there. Doritos, Kit Kats. Which I already ate one of them. Master Force. And old boy Alberto's behind, underneath. Yep. Still. But we're not going to explain what that is. You have to go listen to the previous episode exactly. to find out what oh boy Alberto's is. <laughs> That's just fun to say. I like it. Oh boy. Oh boy Alberto's. <laughs> Love it. Derek, quick question time. Yes, sir. How's your fantasy team doing? Uh, which one? Uh, well, I, I mean, I don't think we have time to go through all seven of mine. <laughs> Okay. But uh, we got time to go through a few of these. Let me give you let me a quick rundown. I'm two and three. Yep. Two and three. Yep. Five and oh. <laughs> nice. Let's talk about the five and oh team. That sounds fun. Yeah. This uh, this one is. Well, uh, no, first of all, the, the two and three teams. Uh, any like, you know, big injuries, and we're obviously going to get out our phones because we don't oh, have yeah, our I mean, fantasy I, teams memorized here, but. I, I kind of do have mine memorized, though. I, no, that it, makes it easy. Um, you probably have the 5-0 and o team memorized because you just, like, look at that lineup every week like, oh, well, this is amazing. That's what's a bummer is. I don't know how you feel, but there's definitely one of the three leagues that I just care a little bit more about. Oh, 100%. Yep. You know, and so the one that I care the most about, I'm 2-3 and three in. But um, Austin Eckler was my keeper. So uh, him being out after week one. Massive bummer. Yep. Uh, <laughs> had Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson, uh, which about four snaps into their season, they yep. all looked, looked a lot different. Uh, that was a massive bummer. Um, and then that's kind of been the big problems. Uh, I waited on quarterbacks. I was like, Trevor Lawrence in the eighth, ninth round. Like, surely he'll be good this year. That hasn't materialized yet either. So, uh, definitely not great, but here's what I will say in my five and O league, mind you, this is a, uh, this is a 12th team league, Kyle. And it goes like this, uh, and it's a redraft, no keepers. This is just how I drafted, uh, Justin Herbert, Josh Jacobs, Ken Walker, Tyreek Hill, Keenan Allen, uh, Jake Ferguson's my tight end, and then DeAndre Swift's in my flex with Jameer Gibbs, Jerry Judy, George Pickens, 
And uh, yeah, they're all on my bench. So Not bad. Doing pretty good about that. I like that a lot. Um, I've got, uh, so we do a league with our youth students and, and youth leaders, and there's 16 teams in the league, Ouch. which is just ridiculous. Um, but I'm three and two, uh, looking nice. promising. Uh, I've got Travis Kelsey. Um, and Taylor Swift? Nope, just Travis Kelsey. Okay. Although, so before the year started, I named my team Eras Tour. Oh my god. And gosh. then drafted Travis Kelsey. So I freaking called this. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh no, Tua is my quarterback, Travis Etienne and Javante Williams at running back, uh Puka Nakua, Amari Cooper, and Drake London at wide receiver, and then Travis Kelsey at tight end. So wow. uh I, I feel pretty good. I got uh the diminutive tank Dell. So his name is Nathaniel Dell. I don't know if you know anything about this guy. His name is Nathaniel Dell. I know he's good at football. His nickname is Tank. Okay? That's important because I got to see if I can find, uh, he's get, like five, six. You should go get Tank Bigsby as well. See, so uh, he is five. Okay. Five, 10, 165 pounds. That Not is like tiny me. for a football player. And yeah. his name is Tank Dell, which I think is hilarious. Uh, so that team's pretty good, but uh, no, I have another league that I'm 5-0 and in, uh, and basically I have Christian McCaffrey, and that's all anybody yeah, needs to know. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, and Jamar Chase. Last week was fun. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it was it was great. How yeah. many people are in that league? Uh, eight. This is the league that you used to be in. Okay. Uh until, I I'll, I also you have, bullied me I out have, of it. I did not. I have Devon Achan, uh, who has also had some monstrous weeks, so... This league's looking promising. All done. I'm excited about that. So we should. Do you know what be really fun is if we have any listeners out there that play fantasy football. It'd be super fun to be a how not to youth pastor league, where you, you, you and I are in yeah. there, and then any of our listeners that want to jump in, they can they can play with us. That'd be super fun. Yeah, that would be fun. We uh, because I need more fantasy leagues to be in. That's for <laughs> sure. Um, I feel like with how many you have, what's one more? I don't know. That's a good question. I I don't think I could do more than I'm in. I should probably drop one, but that's all right. I think I only have no, I have one that I'm one and four. I have I think two that I'm two or three that I'm two and three. So they're not all roses. No. That's why we have multiples. We could butter about ourselves. Exactly. It's like uh it's not like playing the lottery at all, but <laughs> feels like it sometimes. So I saw a uh, Instagram reel yesterday, Derek. Okay. Uh, you think this is going to lead into our subject for today? No, it's, I know it's, it's not, not. You're not a professional like um, me, where I can transition to our episodes. At, no, at no, that was that was prime. I'm just playing off of the lottery comment. Okay. Uh, I saw an Instagram reel of this guy saying, "Why play the lottery when you can take life insurance out on a random logging trucker?" And his point was, he's a logging trucker. And his point was that, like, this profession has, like, a ridiculously high death rate on the job. And so, you can't just, I don't think you can just, like, take life insurance out on somebody you don't know. But I could pay this person X amount of money a month. And they take that turnaround have a life insurance policy and name me as the beneficiary. That way, as long as they're living, they get a monthly income 
And if, if they, they die, die, it's like me hitting the lottery. Wow. That's a little morbid. Well, yeah. Ingenious. But, but- he took it a step further and said, like, he's going to monopolize this industry of life insurance on on these logging truckers. And he is going to, like, get a ton of people to do this. Like, if he gets, like, a thousand people to do this on him the insurance company is going to want to protect their investment. So then the insurance company is going to start giving him free stuff to like better his life because they don't want him to die because they're going to have to pay out like a billion dollars. It's like, that is... This this guy spent too much time alone. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, he's a logging trucker, (laughs) so he probably has spent a lot of time alone. Uh But I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Uh, But I got to say, like when when I think about logging truckers, like... Some of the roads he showed that they drove on, freezing cold, yeah. like in, in ice and snow. And so you want to make sure that you have the right apparel yep. uh, when you are in the vehicles. Certainly. In order to do your job right. Yeah. Much like you want your youth ministry students to be in the right apparel, to be walking billboards for your youth ministry. Correct. Because logging truckers are really good billboards. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> for how much people they see. <laughs> yeah, kind of analogy kind of broke down at the end, but that's okay. We're going to talk today uh, about something that youth ministries often uh, have yep. or, or often utilize from time to time. Uh, but I don't think we've ever talked about it on the podcast before, 87 episodes in. Uh, so we're going to talk about apparel today, aka merch. We're talking about some merch. Uh, and actually, merch is probably better than apparel because merch encompasses more than just clothing. And apparel just kind of has like fifth grade football team, uh, you know, nice. attached. <laughs> like, get your apparel. <laughs> yep, you got to make sure up. you got to make sure that you have like the the sweatshirt with the team logo yep. on the front and your, and number your name on it. and number on the back. Yep, that you are going to grow out of in six months. Correct. If not before then, and then you're going to pay seventy dollars for one hoodie. Yep. Nailed Fantastic. it. Yeah. So and that's a peril. Little, but we're talking little sibling can have it after you. Yeah. No. <laughs> Different number, but that same last name. No, they have to get the same number. Deal. It's part of the contract. Yep. But no, <laughs> you to your you point. Get, you don't get your, sorry, you don't get your whole identity from yourself. No. As a younger sibling. It's a hand-me-down. You have to adopt the identity of your older sibling. And do you know this for a fact? No, but. Okay. A little. You would. You're the middle child, though. I'm the middle child. But your I sister's was, I was ignored my entire life. Your sister's So now I have to have so. a podcast where I just talk about myself so that people will listen to me. Did your younger brother, who does a great job with he all of our social media, uh, did he ever fall in your shadow and have to fall in all of your accomplishments and your numbers and your stuff? You know, my accomplishments really tailed off uh, <laughs> toward, at least toward the end of high school. Um I think I peaked like my freshman or sophomore year nice. and it kind of went downhill from that. I, I mean, I hope not. Like he, he had, he had some things, uh, that, that he was involved in that I wasn't much like I had stuff that my sister wasn't involved in that I was. And so, uh, you know, hopefully he, he played basketball longer than I did. Um, he, uh, he did like different music things than I did. Uh, when, when we were in high school, um, he got into, I mean, I, like he played cajon more than he drummed, which is like, wow. That's that's like hitting a very minor uh, number of our audience. Uh, but uh, 
I got into drumming and and he played, but like much later uh, than than he did. But yeah, it was it was fun growing up, and uh, I my siblings are awesome. I don't know how we got on this, but I don't either. <laughs> they're they're cool people. <laughs> they are just like you. Yes, but I wouldn't want to be too cool, which is why sometimes you have to have youth merch yeah. in order to get that sweatshirt on. Uh, I am unfortunately not wearing any of our youth stuff today. I, you as are most of our listeners know, I know I coach football, and so we've got a game later today. Uh, it is currently forecasted at game time to be 42 degrees, nice. 20 mile an hour winds, nice. and rain. Which is really good for defensive backs and a lot less ideal for quarterbacks. So. Well, it's a good thing I coach defense. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. We're just going to blitz everybody, every play, and hope yeah, for the best. Done deal. That's the plan. Uh, no, it should be fun. Uh, but I want to talk about merch because uh, it's something that uh, can be really good for your youth ministry in a lot of ways. Uh, can also be not so great if you don't do it right. So uh, what I want to do is let's start off with talking about like... If if I as a youth pastor, I want to do like a, a round of merch. Uh, you know, we're gonna get some shirts, maybe so, like like what I have to figure out what I should get, where I should get it. I've got to design it. I've got to price point it. I got to get kids to buy it. Like that's a lot. Mm-hmm. And so let, how do we break, let's break that down into some manageable bite-sized pieces. Yep. Uh, and then we'll go from there. So where do we want to start? I personally want to start here because I think this is the part that gets overlooked the most. Because I think naturally our first step is what kind of merch are we going to have? Hoodies, shirts, hats, t-shirts, raincoats. Boots, whatever it is. You laugh. I actually did youth raincoats once. I know, and, and they, they were, were sick. Fire. Yeah. Did you ever do boots though? That'd be awesome. Did not do boots. No. <laughs> um, I would also discourage youth underwear. Yeah. That feels like a bad idea. Yep. I think that's an exact right point. Um, you can also do cups, mugs, stickers. You know, all those kinds of things. So you have that, um, and I think that's where you start. Is like, okay, what are we going to get? Where's the printer going to be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then. And then we go, okay, what, what's the design going to be? But I think if if you want your students, one, to wear it, and two, enjoy wearing it, i.e. wearing it a lot, yep. it's got to look good. And it's got to be something that they choose to wear. And so something that um, I've talked to a good friend of mine uh, who's a youth pastor. They is have he some, a good friend of the show? He is. Nice. He felt called up. <laughs> one of our clips that Tucker does, and I was talking about my singleness he felt called out by, <laughs> I feel like you called me out specifically on that one. Is he so, single? Yes. Ah, there it is. Uh, and so it's a conversation we've had in length in person. Uh, but yeah. I digress. He, him and his church do a phenomenal job with merch. Uh, and their students wear it all the time because it's something they think looks good. And so I would find, first of all, students who... I have would say have some form of fashion sense, um, you know, like or leaders, yeah, or leaders, but have some kind of relevant fashion sense to figure out just general what kind of concepts are you dealing with? Because as as much as we think that just slapping our church logo in a cool font on a sweatshirt is cool, it's not always the case. Uh, and so you got to start with what's going to look good and what's going to get worn because. It's one thing if they buy it and you come out and you don't take a huge bath in the merch. Cool. 
you might wear it all the time because you work for the place. Yeah. But ideally, merch does what? It represents your brand, you know? And so ideally, it's getting worn a lot. And so it's got to look good to those that are wearing it. So yeah. I'd start there. Yeah, I like that. Um, and, and part of that design process could also be answering the question, like, why do we want merch? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we want merch because we want to advertise our youth ministry. We want merch because we want some clothing that will like bring unity to our youth ministry and kind of tie our kids together. Uh, you got the super popular, you know, senior girl and the super awkward seventh grade boy that are both wearing the same shirt. And then they take a picture together because they think it's awesome. Yep. Uh, you know, things like that, uh, where like, Hey, we are, um, you know, it's it's something that's unifying. Like whatever the purpose is, maybe you're making some some merch for a specific event uh, that you have going on. Mission trip, uh, or yeah. retreat. Yep. Or- there's there's a lot of different ways you can go with that as well. And so, um, figuring out the why and and it doesn't have to be super complicated. Like you don't have to have like a 12 page mission statement as to why you want to have merch. Like because I think it would look cool. All right, that's a great reason. Mm-hmm. Run with that uh, as long as you know what that is. And so then uh, coming up with a design, I like that. Um, you can like if you reach out to Derek and I, we will absolutely design merch for you guys. Um, it probably won't look good, <laughs> but we'll it'll, do it. <laughs> it'll look like, it'll look suspiciously similar to if somebody sketched something on the back of a napkin in five minutes and then took a picture of it and sent it to you. Yeah, it'll look suspiciously like that. But uh, I I would highly encourage uh, you know putting good resources into that design process. Um, Canva, great free resource uh, for you know creating some of those things. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Adobe Creative Suite. Uh, if, if you you know can get access to that, um, I think they do have some free resources, but. Uh, Another one that that you could look into, so Canva and and you know something like Photoshop or Illustrator, like those are you designing the mm-hmm. logos yourself. Uh, great company out there called Fiverr. Can you uh, spell that? I think it's F I V E R R. Uh, can you fact check me on that yeah. while I'm talking about it? So Fiverr is a great website where you can basically you pay somebody five bucks. I did spell it right. Nailed it. You pay somebody five bucks or whatever they set their price at and you kind of tell them and and you work with them to create a design for a logo. Uh, And, you know, it can kind of go, I mean, it can be as expensive as you or they want it to be. But the simple idea is like you say, hey, here's kind of what I'm looking for. Here's five bucks. and, And they design a quick logo for you. And so if you are not skilled at all in in logo design or or t-shirt design that might be a good resource that could at least get you started or maybe they hit it a home run home run out of the park right away and you're like hey i'm gonna i'm gonna roll with that yeah yep i think uh another question that that you have to be willing to ask is it something that you're willing to wear because yeah depending on what your context looks like if you're wearing it, they're going to want to wear it, you know, and it, it, as long as it looks good, I think that's another thing to do. Um, that was a, a site that I wanted to mention before we got too far off, but um, I'd also like, like for us, Kyle, I know you and I are part of a denomination or a fellowship where people can kind of share resources. I know of fellow pastors that have a gift in 
uh, you know, logo design yep. or graphic design or just kind of fashion sense in general. And so I would check within your network of people because the odds are there might be someone who's willing to do that. And then you can have that personal connection with like, uh, for example, when we, when I took over, we rebranded our logo at our church. It was, I, I felt like we needed a fresh logo for a fresh change, everything else. Cause I reached out to him and paid him a set amount of money and he gave me, you know, three or four mock-ups. And then, you know, once I picked the one out of the four, he gave me unlimited access to all the different variations of that. And we've put that on sweatshirts. We put that on our website. We put that everywhere. And so looking at that route, it's a little bit more expensive, but at the same time you have to question, sit there and go, what is going to be the long-term goal, you know, and what, what's going to happen? Because again, if, if, if you're looking at this, like this is marketing, all marketing is expensive. It's totally expensive, you know? And so if you have people who just naturally can wear your stuff, that's probably a pretty cheap form of marketing. Yeah. And you kind of got to look at it that way too. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we got a design. Yep. Or or maybe we got a couple designs. Uh, I think the next step would be figuring out where you are going to order from because that is going to play a role in what you order because you might have some companies that you know do hats and you want to do a hat and then you pick where you're going to order from and they don't do hats ah shoot all right now we got to pivot somewhere or we don't do hats or whatever and so and, and not to say that all of your merch has to only come from one place but right. uh i would i would definitely encourage uh you know, doing some research, research, even before you pick a design, like, Hey, where, where can I order from? Uh, I will say, uh, how do I phrase this? I would highly, highly encourage, you know what? No, I'm going to, I'm going to go the analogy route. All right. Um, I saw an Instagram reel a few months back that was a, it was, it was kind of a stitch. And so the first half was this guy talking about how uh, Christians need to up their game because you have a bunch of Christian music artists mm -hmm. that are unable to support themselves because like Christians don't support Christian music. Sure. And, and he was kind of like, you know, calling out Christians, mm -hmm. uh, you know, for this. And somebody stitched it, and and I think if I remember correctly, it was actually like a a prominent Christian artist mm -hmm. that stitched it and was like, "Listen, there's a ton of Christian music out there that sucks. Mm -hmm. So you, I, I do not fault people at all if if I put out an album that sucks and people don't buy it. That's not on them, right?" My failure to support myself is not on them. That's on me. I yeah. got to make better music. I yeah. can't just rely on the fact that I'm a Christian to sell my stuff. That's terrible business strategy. And it's unfair to my, to, to the people that are buying my stuff. Yeah. And so I think that it's the same thing with youth merch or, or merch for your church, uh, is if you're going to, if you're going to make a shirt, if you're going to make a sweatshirt, if you're going to, if you're going to make a water bottle, whatever it is, do it well. Yeah. Uh, make it something that it looks good. It is, it doesn't have to be the highest quality product, but don't go the absolute cheapest route in my opinion. Um, because that's where 
people are going to be more excited to wear it if it's something that's actually comfortable. If it's yeah. something that actually looks good and it's and it feels good and it's, and it's durable. made well and it's durable. Because like that's the other thing is you can get a, a cheap cotton sweatshirt that cool hoodie is twenty five bucks like that's cheap for a hoodie, but. By the third or fourth time through the washer and dryer, the thing yep. has got all those little pills on it, and it's 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 fading, and it's 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 just completely misshapen because it's shrunk, and then all the other stuff. Like this, and the problem with that is not only do you lose that apparel, but guess what? Next time you print one off, odds are that person isn't going to be like, "Oh, cool, my other one wore out. Let's buy another one." They're going to be like, "No, that was, the last one I bought was garbage." didn't last. Like, I don't, I'm not going to waste some money on that either. So then you're right. really shooting yourself in the foot. So you got to ride that line between you're also not dropping, hey, we're going to print all of our hoodies on, you know, that synthetic Under Armour Nike dry fit stuff where it's yep. 90 bucks a pop. You know, you don't want that either. Yep. Uh, but you do want something that's quality and durable without breaking the bank. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and uh, give a shout out to good friend of the show. Uh, his name is Bryce. That means absolutely nothing to anybody. <laughs> and he's probably not listening, but Bryce is my contact at a company called Foxtrot marketing and Foxtrot marketing is the apparel organization that we go through for all of our youth apparel. Uh, we have done countless rounds of shirts, uh, be it just, Hey, we're doing shirts for our youth ministry, or we are doing uh, mission team shirts, or, or stuff like that. Uh, so we could do all of our shirts through them. Uh, we've done multiple rounds of sweatshirts. Uh, I'd mentioned that we did like kind of a, almost a rain jacket. Yeah. That was not through them. It was like almost like a windbreaker. Too, it was right? a windbreaker. Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. It was, it was. super cool. And I don't remember. Uh, it, the name of the company was something German. And I don't remember. I, they might not even be around anymore. That was like 2017 that we did that. Uh, but that was that was uh, interesting. Uh, this last round of merch that we did, we did shirts, sweatshirts, and then we also did like baseball hats and sweatpants. And so those are all of the different like types of merch I have done. Derek, have you done any other apparel? No, I mean, that's about it. We also did... Car decals, which I don't even yep. mentioned yet. That's a corner sticker on the back of your window of your car. But everything else you just mentioned, we've done before. Yeah. We have not done car decals as a youth ministry, but our church mm -hmm. uh, as a whole has done the car decals. Uh, our church did mugs, coffee mugs, or uh, coffee cups, excuse me, I believe. Yeah, we've done mugs. We've done, they call them silly pints, so like synthetic cups that you can put cold stuff or hot stuff in and microwave it. We've done that. Um We've never done it, but I've seen it done. But I think this fad is dead. Is the pop sockets? Remember that yep. whole business where pop sockets were the rage. Um, I've seen keychains as well. Uh, you know, if you want like a little keyring on your stuff, that's yep. another good one. Um, it kind of goes back to what's going to be used and utilized. Like I, what, what I like how about your your windbreaker rain jacket is like that was a unique deal. Like that yeah. that was something different. Yep. That. I think it's good because the reality is nowadays you got, you got merch. Like if you, especially if your kids are involved in the school district, they've got their theater sweatshirts and their, their basketball sweatshirts, which is different than their football sweatshirts, different than their tennis sweatshirts. Like they, they've got a bunch of stuff. So anytime you can do something a little bit different, odds of it selling or go higher. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I am doing some research right now, but while I do that, the other thing that I think is worth mentioning is you could do like change it up. Oh my gosh. Like we do 12 events. It feels like we have so many events where like our kids get a free t-shirt, do a long sleeve t-shirt, uh, you know, or, or something like that. Uh, how is this now? Uh, so what I'm looking for here, and I got to see if I can find, I'll do the Riverdale logo. That's fine. I, it doesn't need to be our youth logo. While you're doing that, I want to just kind of throw this stipulation in there really quick. When you're looking for a printer or a publisher, you have to ask yourself, how do you want to handle the inventory? Oh, what yeah. I, what, we were definitely going to get to this. Okay. This is important. Okay. Do you want to do this now or do you want to wait? Oh, I was just going to try to find uh, our... I don't know that this website's going to take an Adobe Illustrator file. But uh, turns out you can do, like, right on their website, custom Stanleys. Oh, nice. Like, talk about a good 57 bucks for a Gosh. custom Stanley. Which is awesome uh, throw and sick. Your, but throw like your logo still. on there and you're good to go. That actually doesn't look half bad. I'm not going to buy it, but... Also, I've never noticed this before. Shout out to Stanley, good friends of the show, for... Aspiring sponsor. <laughs> have an aspiring sponsor for sure. Uh, having a line of Stanleys called the Adventure Quencher. That's great. Wow. That is just so good. Um, Have you seen the uh, social media videos where it's like the husbands making fun of their wives and their Stanley mugs? And it's like those blue, like water jugs that are like huge. And then they've got like a PVC pipe for the straw. (laughs) Oh, it's just money. I love those. Uh, So Derek mentioned uh, inventory. Yep. And and how you do inventory. There's three ways to do it. Uh, I'm going to share first uh, how not to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's the most fun one to talk Uh about. Uh, And then I'm going to have Derek share what they do. Yep. uh, And then I'm going to share what I do. Because what I do kind of falls in the middle. So here's what not to do. All right. What you should not do is treat your office like your personal American Eagle store Uh where you just order a ton of merch Uh and then sell it. Yep. That is, that is the worst possible thing you can do for a couple reasons. One, do you not like office out of your (laughs) office? Like, like where are you going to put, like if you buy thousands of dollars of merch and then, you know, have it in stock and sell it, that's a that's a very dangerous game to play from a storage standpoint, from a potential sunk cost standpoint. Uh, it would take a miracle for you to accurately estimate the amount of clothing you should buy, and you don't want to have it on on hand for three years because then you're going to want to do another round of merch, and it's going to be a different design. It's going to be different apparel. Uh, so I would definitely say that just blindly ordering stuff is not the way to go. No, it's, I've done it before and we lost money. Yep. We lost inventory <laughs> and I lost patience because it was just like, you're stoked about it and yeah. it comes in the mail and you open it up and you're like, Oh, this looks awesome. I can't wait. This is, is going to fly off the shelves. And then that one parent who's super supportive buys each of their kids shirts and then the rest of them sit in there. And then what's really tough with youth is you have such a variety of sizes. 
you have youth small yep. and youth medium all the way up to some of your football playing seniors that are 2X, 3X, 4X. It's impossible to try and get the right number of sizes, the right ratio of sizes. And it's just, it's it's a mess. I've done it. I've learned from it. It's, it's the worst. So what we do instead that I have loved personally is we found a printer that does everything remote. So we find, we design our shirts. We establish we're going to have a hoodie option, a long sleeve option, a hat. Uh, here are the colors for each of those different things. And then it's essentially an online store. Yep. So then you tell your church, here's the link to our merch. You can pick out your exact size. They have a. They, they say, you know, we run small. Here are the dimensions. It's super professional, as if you're ordering something from American Eagle online or Amazon online, any one of those things. And then what happens is they put their credit card information in, they put their address in, and a week later, their merch shows up on their front step. It's safe. It's delivered. It's no, no stress on your end. You can set your profit margin for us personally. It's we're not looking to generate revenue from this. So we just make it the cost of the merch is cost, you know? And so like, it's, it's seamless. All you have to do is put the design in place, get the link out to the people and you're done. Yeah. And people have merch to all over the place. Now, I guess it's different if you know, like, like if we're, if we were going to do shirts for a mission team or a retreat and I knew, 47 students are going here's their t-shirt size i probably wouldn't do that i probably would just do like one thing but i'm talking about just general generic merch that you're just offering for sale we always do that individualized selling platform look uh what is the name of that platform great question i can't remember i'll have to go i'll (laughs) go have to go and try and find it we did a we did a different one last year and i forgot what it was. And the last time I did youth stuff, the one I'm actually wearing right now, um, was like a year and a half ago. So it's, okay. it's been a second. Yeah. Um, all right. Derek's going to try to find that. Uh, so blindly ordering, not ideal. Uh, Derek's, you know, the, the website he meant he will mention, I guess. Uh, but, but that model is, is basically entirely on them. Uh, what we have done in the past is kind of a, hybrid uh hold on derek's got updated information it's called spread shop spread shop yep there you go so like we just to kind of divvy this up i'll flip my computer around so basically if you go to our website you can go to bridge merch and there's a big shop now button yep which is linked to then you go when you're actually in spread shop then you have all the different options you can okay, do. Okay, there you go. Yeah, and it's, like it's basically just like one online store. Is that a baby onesie? <laughs> it was. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I forgot we did that too, but like, I, there's just different designs, different colors, and it just it really offers customization. Yeah. So that's just I, I personally love that. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. Um, the the third you know major option that I would you know the second one that I would encourage. Uh, would be like we've did, we did kind of a hybrid the last time that we did merch where uh, it was kind of so we started with pre-orders and we said hey we're gonna put one order in uh, and you know we're going to we're gonna do shirts I mentioned shirts sweatshirts sweatpants and hats uh, people can go in uh, like we did we basically created it as an event in planning center which is probably a 
software that most of our listeners, if oh, they're yeah. at churches, are familiar with. Uh, so in the registrations part of Planning Center, we created a, a registered event. People went in, they could select, you know, I want two sweatshirts that are both mediums. I want a large sweatpant and a small sweatpant. I want two small shirts, whatever. Uh, and then they can pay for it right there. And then after, you know, we closed the pre-orders, we got all of the stuff ordered. We ordered extras of, of a few things, the sweatpants and the sweatshirts. We pretty much ended up just ordering what was pre-ordered. And then the hats and the shirts, we had a little bit of that extra stock. I still have, uh, in, in a box in my office, some, some shirts that are Mm -hmm. left over, uh, but the reason that we did that was one, uh, if people saw, you know, students, typically if you just have like one bulk order, you can get a slightly lower price. That's correct. Than mm-hmm. if you are, you know, like kind of the, the sweat sh- spread shop. Yeah. Does it say sweat shop? And I knew that wasn't that's, right. That's a problem. Nope. That's not good. No, but you're, you're probably looking at at least four to eight bucks cheaper if yeah. you do in bulk the way Kyle's talking yep. about an individualized. Now, the downside of it, obviously, is that, you know, you're, again, if, if you leave the option open to to have extras, you're potentially going to have extras that don't go purchased. And then you lost those profits uh, anyway. Right. But uh, what we did is we wanted to have extra, especially shirts on hand, so that, like, hey, we got incoming sixth graders. Let's give them all a free shirt. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, use some shirts or some, some apparel as, uh, like prizes for, for a giveaway or something like that. Uh, and so utilizing your merch in that way as well can be really beneficial. Um, I don't think there's necessarily a right or a wrong, there's a wrong way to do it. Uh, but there's not just one right way to do it. Uh, whatever works best in your context, but I just encourage you. The other thing that, uh, that we do is with our merch, we pretty much just sell it at cost. Yeah. Like it's not something that I'm looking to make money off of. No. Uh, I might advertise to people if we have leftover profit, it'll go toward missions. Uh, but that's not a guarantee that we will have leftover profit. Well, and the other thing you can do is if you're establishing your price points, if you know for a fact that you are going to give some of those t-shirts away for free, yeah, you know, make each t-shirt one or $2 more to cover that cost. You know, if each t-shirt costs seven bucks, you know, then basically what you're doing is if you upcharge what you normally would be, to two or three dollars a shirt, every three shirts you sell, you're basically getting a free shirt to get back to your sixth grader. And so those are those are things that you just want to just keep in mind. Like, and that that's why it's so vital to start with the why. Like, what like what's the purpose of this merch order? Yep. Because when you know like that you that. can establish the price points. The question I want to just clarify with you, Kyle, is like, so when you are collecting pre-orders, you said it's everything's on planning center, like like the registration form, the sizes. Is payment on there too, or do they just bring payment to you in the office? Yeah, so we're gonna get really nerdy for a few minutes, like specifically targeting the people that are listening who like actually work at churches. Because I know that we got a lot of parents and a lot of youth students that listen, and that's awesome, or just random fans of ours, which I don't understand, but that's fine. <laughs> um, but we, uh, so I will find uh, like the last round of merch that we did uh or or one of the last rounds so in planning center you can set it up so that 
uh, the people that are ordering, you can set up like different questions. It'll ask them uh, for different things. But add-ons is the specific function that we use where, okay, like it's like you're registering for an event that's free because you don't want to charge people for that, but then they can add on a shirt or a sweatshirt or a backpack or whatever you're selling. We did draw, we did like over the shoulder bags once too. That was pretty cool. Uh, I forgot about that one, but you know, you got a sweatshirt that they can add on and then you have a question like what size sweatshirt do you want? So you can program all that in here. And then again, you know, your group, but typically what I do is I like for the pre-orders. My preference is like you have to pay online when you're registering. Uh, but you can also set it up where, you know, it asks if you want to pay, Yep, but you don't have to, and then you can just hold the item until they actually pay sure. when they get it. Yeah, uh, but but that's that's kind of how we've done it. Uh, they can do both, but I prefer to get those payments up front so that I actually have the money yeah. when I'm ordering the sweatshirts or whatever the apparel is. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think the the last thing I want to just touch on is you know it kind of goes back to just merch in general and like what this looks like. Um, you know, I, I think something that we've been talking about as a staff. This is this is more of a big church kind of question, but I think it pertains to youth in some context as well. Is you know, like for us personally, we said you know, hey, when we have a new guest that comes in, we want to give them obviously some kind of material, but here's who we are as a church and then send them home with a gift. Um, well, you know, we just did what everybody always did. So we got these cool mugs that have our logo on it. And it's like, at first it's like, okay, cool. Those look awesome. That's awesome. But the the more we realize it, it's kind of like, okay, if you're a first time guest, and you're checking out a church and you, for whatever reason, they're like, no, that's not my place. You now have a branded piece of merch of theirs that odds are like, I mean, I always, I always laugh because you know I golfed at a golf tournament yep. a while ago, and one of the it was for, it was a golf tournament for Andover football. Yep. So everyone who registered got an Andover football like thermos kind of mug deal. So it's in my it's in my pantry or in my cupboards. I use it at home when I my model empty ones, right. but like I'm not carrying that around because. I have no affiliation to Andover football. Right. It's the same way. If you send home a one of a mug of your church logo on it, great idea. Mm-hmm. It's been working for years. But the problem is in this day and age where people aren't committing to a church until they like it for three, four, five, six, seven, eight times, you're sending home a lo- a, a merged piece of branding, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. for them that they're probably not going to use. Yeah. And so you know, it's one of those things where it's like when it comes to merch, like if you're looking at, for it to be something that's attractional, it's got to be something that is going to be advertised by your regulars. Yeah. You know, like that should be your audience, your target audience. Yeah. And then that's what I'm getting at is like it's as much as we have to figure out the why, you also have to figure out the who. Like yeah. who is going to be the primary recipient of this merch because that matters just as much as why you're printing it. I feel like I've talked about this a little bit on the podcast, uh, so I won't go too deep into it, but uh, we started doing, and, and I'm stealing this from, ironically, The Bridge, just a different church called The Bridge. Your sister's uh, church. My sister's church down in Nashville. Uh, but we, they do like for their new, new visitors, they don't do like a mug or something like that. They have a card that, 
Uh, basically, they have six or seven organizations, nonprofits in their area that they support, uh, and they donate five dollars in your name as a visitor to one of those organizations awesome. and you pick which one. And so we started doing that with our youth ministry. And so we've got like, we kind of purposefully, you know, picked different ones. And so like, uh, one of the options for people is one, a uh, place that like meets tangible, urgent needs in the mm-hmm. community. Like they, uh, you know, give out food on Sundays free to the community. They do diaper drives and, and a bunch of those things. Uh, there's an organization that does, uh, um, like counseling for pregnant women in crisis. Cool. Uh, and and kind of trying to divert away from abortions. Uh, there's one that uh, houses homeless youth. Uh, there's one that uh, houses women who are coming out of abuse situations. Uh, there's one that gets meals to like kids in schools that uh, like they're going home for the weekend and they don't might not have food, and so they get meals to them. Uh, and then the sixth one is an organization that hi- fights human trafficking. Nice. And and so, like, they each hit a different one, but, like, that's a, a way for it, like, instead of taking five bucks and giving you a, a water bottle or a yep. mug that you don't really care about, let's do something for the community that you still live yeah. in, even if you're not going to come to our church. And so, uh, shameless plug, that's a great idea, and I loved it, so I stole it, because uh, most of ministry is just stealing other people's yeah. goods at, good ideas. Repurposing. So I, repurposing. I give credit. The Bridge mm-hmm. Church in Nashville, Tennessee, um, their idea, well, I got it from them. I don't know if they got it from I've somewhere else, it but a bunch of other I'm sure they did. Too, so I'm, yeah. it's, uh, it's a great idea and I love it. A uh, few quick nuggets that I want to just kind of throw out there uh, in the merch conversation. If you are, you know, really trying to keep track of the finances, uh, obviously figuring out uh, how much, you know, a website will say like, you know, it's $14 per shirt. Uh, if you are ordering, like I am, like I described where you are going to have plan to have some leftovers, you can order above and beyond the pre-orders. Uh, typically websites, when you're ordering in bulk, they'll have, uh, different price points for different quantities. So if you order, uh, you know, if you hit 25 shirts, they are, I'm going to, we're going to make up numbers, but they're $16 a piece. If you get to 50 shirts, now they're only $15 a piece, you know, a hundred shirts. Now they drop down to $12 a piece. Yep. Uh, and so ordering just a few extra shirts in order to hit that threshold, uh, can sometimes be at the very least, it just helps with the bottom line. It might actually end up being cost beneficial to order two more sweatshirts and it knocks down the price point of the sweatshirts to where one of those sweatshirts is actually free to you. Yep. Uh, so so keep that in mind. Uh, you also want to make sure that you're looking at, uh, okay, like the shirt costs $14. So I'm going to charge $14 for the shirts. And then you forget that there might be a startup cost for yep. them to like, you know, put the design in yep. their system and all that. Uh, there might be a shipping cost uh, that goes into that. And so make sure you take those things into account. Uh, if you plan ahead on like, we're going to take a loss on this, uh, you know, maybe you would just incorporate that stuff in there, but uh, you could mark up the apparel when you're selling it in order to compensate for that. And then the final thing would be, uh, depending on any website you're looking at to go through for apparel, I would look at uh, the... Some places, most places, have a minimum quantity order. Mm-hmm. 
uh, like they, you know, if you're just looking for six shirts, they might not do it. Like they, a lot of them, 12 or 24 is, is their minimum count for, and it might be different depending on, you know, if it's a, a hat or a sweatshirt or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, keep that in mind as well. One, uh, one kind of just barrage of <coughs> spare nuggets on my end as well is we've talked about who, who is it going to, who's the target audience talked about what, what kind of material is it a hat shirt, all that other stuff talked about why I think the last thing that gets overlooked a lot is when, when are you going to drop your merch? You know, I think uh, for me, it, it's been, I've been very strategic to let the current line of merch run its, run its course. Yep. You don't want to have new merch drops every month, every two months, because otherwise there's so much stuff out there. There's no consistency in branding. If you think about your students wearing the same design in their school, all of a sudden, what is, I saw so-and-so was wearing that shirt yesterday. They're wearing that shirt today. I saw that kid wearing it two days ago. Like, what is that shirt about? That obviously starts raising questions. That's good branding. There's a reason that name any major corporation, like Coca-Cola, iPhone, Amazon, it's the same logo repeated over and over and over and over again. That's just branding 101. So if you want your brand to be consistent, you can't just be dropping new designs all of the time. However, you also don't want the same old design lingered on. So you 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 want to talk, you want to look at what's kind of that average tenure for us when we want to drop. For us personally at our church, it's six months to a year. We drop new stuff every six months to a year, depending on how it lands. The other thing you have to look at is what time of year you're dropping it. For us in Minnesota, dropping t-shirts, bro tanks, and shorts in December is not going to be very good because it's going to be freezing for the next three or four months. Now, if you drop a a line of t-shirts, hats, hoodies, and long sleeves in mid-November, right before Christmas season and Christmas shopping, okay, now you might start getting some different pulls. Um, And then the last thing with the when is make this a big deal. Make the merch drop an exciting event. Like, hey, we're dropping brand new merch. Pre-registration ends on this date. Like, Make this an exciting thing that people want to buy into. Some people might not be into design, but they're into the idea of getting a pair with everybody else. Yep. And so create just this natural born excitement for your merch where it's like, I cannot wait. Like, yes, that's right. My hoodie gets in next Sunday. I can't wait to get to church and pick it up from Kyle or whatever it is. So just kind of know how long it's going to go, when you're going to drop it, and when the exact date is going to be that you're going to drop it. Yeah. Last thing that I'll say uh, is a little story from uh, one of the first times that we ordered merch uh, through, they, they had a different name at the time, but now Foxtrot Marketing. Uh, so we, our old youth logo, and I'll try to describe it. Um, it was basically a square. And then, I mean, what was in the logo doesn't matter. The point is that it started off red in one corner and and had a gradient color pattern to be like, an orangish yellow in the other corner. Yep. And so the, the color slowly shifted as you went through the logo. And that's not something that is necessarily easy for, you know, a printer, a, a printer to do on apparel, depending on how you have that printed. Um, and so we were going back and forth with, uh, with our contact at this company, trying to do some sweatshirts. And I wanted to have the logo put on a sweatshirt and we were talking back and forth and, and basically he told me, I, 
the what you are what you're wanting to do i don't know if we can do it up to our standards and so because of that i don't think we're going to be able to do this for you because i'm not going to green light this project and have it turn out below the standards that we have. It's a good printer. And they earned my business for life Mm -hmm. with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is why that, that interaction is why, and, and it was, I mean, the guy Bryce, like he's still the rep that I go through today. Mm -hmm. Uh, This was back in 2017 or whatever it was. Uh, They, that level of professionalism and loyalty and uh, commitment uh, was something that I really, really appreciated. And on top of it, like I'll say too, their sweatshirts especially are the softest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is awesome. And so I really like that. Uh, but the other thing I'll say, last thing, I promise. We've said that about 10 times. You said last. We got that, that preacher going. Last yeah. thing I'll say in closing. In closing. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, Derek mentioned like six months to a year uh, per merch drop. Uh, you know, we've, done, we've found about every two years uh, to be what we have done. However, uh, and I, I'm going to take a hunch and you mm-hmm. tell me if I'm wrong. For us, every two years we do a merch drop, but it's like like a blitz almost. Mm-hmm. Like we do shirt, sweatshirt, maybe something totally. else. And then two years later, we do shirt, sweatshirt, maybe something else. Versus if you're going to do it more frequently, my guess is that you guys don't do the same exact apparel every Correct. six months. Well, like it might be a, like you were mentioning, it might be a sweatshirt in the fall and then a t-shirt in the spring exactly. and then a long sleeve shirt in the fall and then a sweatshirt and a you know or wind for, jacket in the spring. For us, it was like apparel yeah six months later cups and water bottles sure you know what i'm yeah. saying like yeah. like just different again seasonally yep. like cups and and cup cups and cups cups and mugs are pretty year round yeah hoodies and long sleeves are seasonal yeah so but i would say in terms of actual hoodies shirts it's every year sometimes too between that kind of different change yeah so i like it that uh that shit in closing i think that should wrap up uh, wrap up our conversation on merch. Uh, we love it. Um, do it for the right reasons. Uh, I am a big fan of not profiting off of it. And totally. if you are, send it somewhere else. Let's avoid a Jesus flipping tables situation. Uh, that uh, we, we really probably should have dove more into that uh, in this <laughs> <Scripture>? episode. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, no, I would, I'd, I would really, really encourage not you profiting off yep. of your own merch. Uh, send the profits elsewhere or just sell it at cost. Yep. Or take a loss. That works too. All right. That does it for today's episode. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Thank you to Masterforce for sponsoring today's episode uh, with an assist from good friends of the show, Foxtrot Marketing. And uh, I was going to say Sweatshop again. <laughs> Spread Shop. Spread Shop. There it is. Spread Shop. Uh, appreciate it, everybody, for listening. Go give us lots of reviews and likes to tell us how much you love us to boost our egos because we need it because teenagers don't tell you in youth ministry. Well, on behalf of Derek... I think it's about time that we go design some brand new merch. Goodbye. Goodbye.